Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family. Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. Hello, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing awesome. How's your day going? So good. Good. Okay. So been working with my team a lot, getting them riled up. I feel like they're really starting to take off and flourish. I know your team's been crushing it for a while. Okay. So talk to me about how did you start developing your skill set and being a leader? Well, I'll tell you what, I didn't do it on my own. So, um, you know, and the fact that we coach our teams, the coach has got to get coached, right? Because there's only so many things that we know how to do. And it just kind of feel like your bag of tricks has been has been all run out. Uh, And you might not even think that your bag of tricks is is all that fantastic. It probably is. But you know, it's really important that a coach gets coached. That is so beautiful. Knowing one, there's always going to be somebody better than you. And that does know more than you always, no matter how successful you are. So Mm -hmm. I think that just shows real humility. I think that's really smart and humble. You know, I learned a long time ago that the the best of the best always have a coach. And I had full intention of being the best of the best. So I was really, really looking for a coach. I was really in kind of a slump of how much production I could do. Was really kind of frustrated that I really couldn't grow. The person that was in, you know, the other loan officer that was in my space was doing so much better than me. And I just felt like I couldn't get out of that out of that bucket. I so just was crawling. Out. Yeah. That's so important to yeah. know when you need not necessarily help, but you need inspiration. You need some motivation. Mm-hmm. I think that's really what's going to make you grow and become a better individual and leader mm-hmm. and woman. Yeah. I got a coach and I actually coach with um, Carl White with Mortgage Marketing Animals and the Freedom Club. And uh, he's my guru and he's... Uh, Where's he out of? He's out of Florida. Okay. Um, and he has, uh, he's a non-producing branch manager and he oversees like hundreds of people and he closes like 750 loans a month. What? He closes billions of dollars in loans every year. And he still has time to coach. That is amazing. That's where his focus is. His focus is on the coaching. His focus is on coaching the coaches to coach. Um, So he coaches his coaches to coach us. Because you're coaching. Yeah. So he coaches and, you know, he works 32 hours a week and he, you know, he spends family time. He's not answering phone calls after after five o'clock. Um, he takes real vacations and he has... <gasps> Speaking of vacation, I'm going to Mexico on Sunday. Oh, oh, good for you. I'm jelly. I'm thinking my husband's kind of an ugly slime ball right now and I can't wait to see how cute he is again. Oh, He's with so some tan? Cute. <laughs> well, just, no, you're still in the mix of... You're just and in, then the, in just, the mud. Yeah, but then in when the we're like right now. on the beach... Yeah, they're cuter on the beach, especially when you've been drinking. Yeah, we go from a 7 to a 9.5 immediately. Oh, mine goes to 11. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Well, so uh, So do you coach? 
No, I, well, so what's happening to me is I'm getting constant Instagram followers sure. just asking me questions and like, how do I do it? I'm taking yeah, phone yeah. calls and so forth. So you're coaching others. Yeah, yeah. I guess mm-hmm. I am actually coaching others. And yeah. I have a lot of local realtors who I've gone out for drinks with and keep asking me how I'm doing it. What were my first they should. steps? They should take notes. And they actually, it's been real. I'm actually enjoying that so much yeah. more than I thought. Right. When I first got on the phone call, I immediately dread it. Or yep. before I make the phone call, I'm dreading it. Sure. And then once I'm on it, I'm enjoying it. And I am telling my truth and I am saying, how I actually feel about it. But what I'm not doing is I don't have a coach. And I've been- You've done amazing without a coach. I I mean, I have my broker and I have people I look up to and I've always had people I can talk to, but actual a coach of figuring out where my next steps are, that's definitely missing. Because I think I'm, I don't say I'm peaked out, but I definitely am ready for that next step. Oh girl, you need a coach. Okay, let's make this happen. We need to find you a coach. The next podcast, I'll have a coach. Okay, you need to find a coach and coaches are expensive, but you got to get a coach. It doesn't matter. I've also learned though, you have to spend money. You got to spend money to make money. You really do. And And there's value in it. There absolutely is. If you take, if you say you spend two grand a month on coaching, if you can't turn another deal to go to, to give you two grand in coaching, to, to reimburse your money for yeah. that two grand in coaching, then they're probably not the two, right coach. If it's two grand, <laughs> if it's two grand a month, that's in our price points, that's an, an extra deal a year. Uh, yeah, yeah. A year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a big deal. So what kind of things can a coach help you with? Well, you know, there's all different kinds of coaches out there. I think for every single kind of business professional, you know, there's a coach of some sort out there that can help you. But I felt like I wanted a coach that was going to help me not just with business, but help me personally, help me financially, you know, help me be a, bit, a better okay, friend. let's go into the personal. How yeah. are they helping you personally? Oh, well, I um, got paired up with the most amazing coach when I first started with coaching with Mortgage Marketing Animals. Um, her name is Mary Carroll. Okay. And she's actually a realtor out of Florida. Okay. And, but she had had, Carl was her favorite lender. And so that's how they got into cahoots. But she has the most amazing tender heart. And she was like the mom that I needed. Oh, yeah. At yes. that at my, that place because I didn't have a mom involved. Like my mom's super super involved, but she was right. like my Pam's like my other mom. Your it's other pretty, mom is pretty. Your fantastic. other mama. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Mary really helped me with you know really kind of figuring out that balance of you know my income increased cr- tremendously. You know that caused a little bit of turmoil at my house. You know, because it was making more money was hard. Making more money than my husband was hard. Yeah, and we've so had this conversation privately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I have a wonderful, super supportive, fantastic husband who's right. pushing me and my biggest cheerleader. He shares right. all my posts. It's hard. Yeah. It's a weird thing. And we're pretty equal on just like parenting and so forth, but making significantly more than your husband, it's right. a it's a it's mind. a game changer yeah, for it them. It really is. It really is. And it takes a, I think it takes a real man. I think it takes it a does. man. To mm-hmm. be like, hell yeah, she's doing it. Right. But it takes it takes a minute. You know, it's a direct, it can be a direct blow to their masculinity and who they are in the relationship because, you know, men are, uh, in America, men are kind of brought up to be the, to, to feel as if it's their job to support their family. Right. And that's not only, and that's not only to protect them, but to support them uh, monetarily. And when that role changes and their income becomes second fiddle to, to their rock star wife. Right. You know, like it can be a big deal. And, you know, Mary really helped my husband and I, and my husband's name is Zane, but he, she really helped Zane and I to really start to have those conversations because for me to, to help him kind of navigate it in a way that was respectful to him and wasn't confrontational to be okay, like, Okay, I have a tough question. Hey, babe. We are, can cut it if we want, but I got a tough question. Oh, gosh. Do you guys have joint bank account? 
So this is how I manage this because yeah. we never had a joint bank account okay, before. See? We always had yeah. separate money. But that's when, you know, he was making way more money than me. And I used to get really mad about that because he was making more money. And I would be like, I have $10 and you have $20,000. This isn't fair. Right. And I used to get really mad about it. And, you know, then I started making more money than him. And he was like, see what I mean? You don't just want, I'm like, actually, I don't. You know, I think it's important that we both have access to this. So I just went and stuck his name on my account. And I'm like, now we have, now we have a joint account. Good for you. So that's what we've (laughs) always had the same account, which I think has been the process has been so much easier for us because if he's taking the kids and I'm working, then it really truly is our money. I think it's interesting though, that when he was making more money, he didn't just throw your name on his account. Right. But that's something as women, it's something as women that we do have to be considerate of. Just crazy world we're living that we have to be considered of making a ton of money. <laughs> but mm. it is kind of, it, I think it's important and it does make things easier and everyone can do their own thing, obviously with a joint bank account. But that is something for us that I think has been a huge helper. I have a closing actually when I went upstairs, just yep. closed on my biggest home ever. Woo! Yeah. My husband is great. He makes great money. But in this closing and one more tomorrow, I'm going to make what he makes in a year. Right. That's tough. That's a really big deal. That's tough. And I think that that was part of the conversation with him was just that, babe, this is our money. Like I got into this career and turned out they pay me a lot of money to do this. And we should just be really excited about it. But when I was originally talking with him about combining our accounts, I'm like, you should take your money and I'll take my money and we'll just put it in the same account. And he was like, let's just do that. He said, I would need to know exactly how much of that money was mine and how much of it is yours because I just want to know like how much money I have. And I'm like, babe, it doesn't matter. It's our money. And he's like, yeah, but if I you know, I want to go buy something. I don't want to feel like I'm, you know, have to ask him. Like you never have to ask the me. The only thing I think that's hard with joint bank accounts is gifts. Oh, sure. That's the only thing. Yeah, that, we like, just say, don't look at the account. Right, exactly. <laughs> or not even like, telling what it is, but just like, it's hard. Like, well, I bought this for you, but it's our, our money. But yeah. that's the only situation. But for us, I think that's been the easiest way to just deal with, even since we were in college, it's been the easiest way to get past it. I do think it's easier because there is money there, right? Like just to be fair. Um, we Yeah, we need to own that. And that's mm-hmm. very, very true. If yeah. you're struggling to pay your electrical bill, it might be harder. Yeah. Ooh, and, I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, if you're if you're struggling to pay bills and, you know, however it works at your house in order to make everyone feel like, like it's working, you just got to make it work. So, you know, this is just a one-off situation. Okay. So I love that we went down that rabbit hole, but yeah, yeah. it's something we've talked about before and mm-hmm. it's pretty personal. Again, it is. we can maybe defend it. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think but, it's important because yes. I think it's important to, acknowledge women financially doing better than their than their spouses and and, and that it's okay that it's okay because I think like it doesn't make me like my husband does things things in our relationship that I don't do and this is a part in this season of life that I'm able to contribute but in other seasons of life he was the one that was making it right yep exactly and like so, the fact that you've both been the leading right. breadwinner at different times same with our relationship and just kind of enjoying that who yeah whatever it, exactly exactly yeah. I like it yeah okay so um, so go back with them. Yeah. The, and the mentorship. So yep. she was helping with the personal stuff. I love that personal, we got into it. Helping me build my team out and really dealing with a lot of the imposter syndrome. We've talked about that before. Um, I really felt like I wasn't worthy of making money. I really felt like I was like, how could I possibly have employees who's actually going to show up? What, like who's going to show up at 8am for me? Right. Turns out they do. I just still floors me. I think that too, all the time mm-hmm. where I've actually give them outs when I've really first started. Like, hey, if you want to go <laughs> talk to other to, lenders. <laughs> you don't have to or, show or up today. Agents. <laughs> no, but like, if you want to go interview other realtors, I, like you you can yeah, do that. Like there's some you. great, great realtors out there. But they're like, no, I only got my license so that I could be around you. And I want to get on the train with you. And I only doing this, they left serious competitive jobs where they're making great money, all three of my buyer's mm-hmm. agents to work with me. So getting that and like owning that and getting past it, just 
enjoying it and knowing that I do have something to offer is it's fun. Well, in talking about how you do have something to offer and you're already doing this a little bit, you're starting to coach. You're, I mean, you're coaching your competition. Like, I think about that a lot. Yeah. I mean, I think about that too. You yep. know, I'm, I'm literally how many people coaching are you working with? people, you know, to even do, in your office even. Well, in my office and, you know, that's definitely conversation. Like how do I teach people how to do my job and then not Expect create them. my competition? Well, I've kind of got that ironed out in, in figuring that out. But, you know, but you are specifically like talking to other realtors in your market about yes. how to be as good as you. Exactly. That's and that's really, takes, really humble. And it takes, um, I couldn't have done it even a year ago, I don't think. Yeah. But knowing that I'm yeah. getting new business, I just picked up a builder yesterday. That's I'm amazing. super pumped. That's amazing. He has uh, 15 homes coming on the market here Girlfriend. this spring. I know. I'm super excited. That's amazing. And he called me. That's amazing. Yes. Oh my gosh. But like things Such like that honor. keep happening. And I've always wanted a builder. I've never had a builder, which is crazy for how many transactions Look I've done. Look at you. We're, I'm talking to them, telling them what to do, giving them my tricks that I did from the beginning. And I do feel like I figured out some tricks myself that I've never seen anybody else do that did work. And I am giving them those tricks, but I have a different sort of confidence now that I've never had before that I'm going to keep making money. Well, there's enough to go around. You're not exactly, you're not coming from a place of scarcity. Right. There's enough business for all of us. Yes. And you know, something that this crazy market is, is actually happening and it's kind of unfortunate, but we are having a lot of realtor fallout, which yes. you guys were, have been in need of a cleansing. Um, um, we have said this you know, for a while. Yeah. So we thought it would be a recession that right. would bring us back down to lose realtors. But basically, it's just a lack of inventory. Yep. People are working. and Super then, hard to be competitive. Yes. Yeah. And everyone's got buyers, but there's nothing to sell them. And if you have your license for a year and you don't sell a home, you're not going to renew it the next year. No, you're not. And we that happens a lot. Yeah. So, you know, the good ones are, are floating to the top. It's pretty hard right now to be a new realtor it's in, really in, tough. in a very low inventory market because you don't really know how to be competitive. But, you know, here you are, you're going out and teaching your competition on how to be competitive. Now, when I talk, when I talk to other lenders that aren't in my team, they're not in my market. Right. Yeah. And I'm always so happy to some help. Of my, <laughs> right. Some of the people market. I'm talking to via Instagram that we end up having phone calls with are Montana realtors, but not local. Sure. There are some local ones, but then I'm even getting some from Colorado, Washington, yeah. and mm-hmm. I do enjoy talking with them. I really do. It's fun. It's I might, fun I might to... need to keep my mouth shut for the local realtors. Well, <laughs> I mean, you got a, you know, scarcity mindset. Yes. But at the end of the day, it's like we are competing a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I am very competitive. I try not to be oh, overly man. competitive. I'm super competitive. I'm competitive with myself. I'd like to do well. I want to, I know I'm capable of more. I can keep pushing and keep pushing. Being college athlete, professional athlete. I think that's actually one of my number one things that people don't see in me that actually makes me successful is my competitiveness. Sure. I just want to, I don't want to mess up and I want to just keep doing better. But it's not just competition. It's now we are responsible for all these humans. And drive. And like that for me, like that's what gets me out of bed every morning. Like I have all these people that rely on me to do my job. If I don't do my job well and I don't make that phone ring, people are going to lose their jobs. And that to me is like the worst thing ever. And so I'm competitive in that. And in that I'm like, yeah, I want all the business because I want to be able to continue to support all these people that I'm responsible for. I don't want to just support the people I'm working for. I want them to be freaking successful too. Me too. I want them to all ease easily bad years make six figures. Exactly. Like I want them to crush it too. And mm. even within my team, I think it's eventual that they will all go on. And they're right. all people I truly love. Right. So I, I think they will end up having their own teams one day too. Yeah. And I think and that's okay. That's a really secure place to come from. Yeah. That's yeah. really impressive. Well, so you promised the next time we met for a podcast, you were going to have a coach. I'm yes. really excited. I would love to see the coach that can wrangle you. <laughs> 
Um, I, you know, and it's okay too to like start with one coach and kind of Shop outgrow around. them. Okay. You know, cause like Mary and I coached together for a long time and now I'm coaching, I coached with somebody else for a minute and then now I'm coaching with Tammy and Tammy is taking, you know, taking my business to a different direction and so- she's very like, she cracks the whip. Okay. So she's a little bit more hard-edged. She's not like... She's very structured. Whereas Mary and I would have like a lot of really good heart-to-heart conversations. And that's really where I was at that place. I was going to say that was probably what you needed at at that time. And now when Tammy and I talk, you know, we talk every two weeks and it's very much like, okay, what wins did you have? What are your opportunities this next couple of weeks? What are the top priorities? How are we going to put that into place and essentially go? Like, it's so nice you have someone else to hold you accountable. Yeah. Someone that you don't have to answer to on the daily basis necessarily that oh, is that reliant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's what I look for in a broker is someone, I don't need someone to push me to right. be better or right. to tell me where I made a mistake. I already know. Like we can grow and you can tell me, oh, I'm seeing this and we can work on this, but I don't want someone who's like, did you meet your quota this month? Like that actually is going to make money off of that quota. That right. doesn't work for me. And so the fact that you have someone to check up on you but isn't necessarily making money off those direct results. It's really, I think, the kind of the driver of it. Right. Well, and also too, always making sure that you are looking for excellent coaches. Okay. Because we know that you are the product of the five people you spend the most time with. And if you're looking around in your closest sphere of people and you're the most successful person in that sphere and you're also the smartest person in that sphere, that probably or means... Or the best looking. Or the best looking. <laughs> with the best looking husband. Um, you know, in your sphere, that probably probably means you need to gather a couple new people in your sphere because you're not going to grow. And so I'm always like looking for coaches, looking for, you know, just other people in the business that are doing really, really well. They might not be like a typical quote unquote coach that's going to take money from you. Right. But like, you know, those folks that have reached out to you, like they're looking for a mentor. Yes. They're looking for someone and they see somebody who's doing well, who has the same energy that they want, that has, you know, that's going in that direction. So for me, I'm like, I'm always looking for other coaches. And, you know, I've reached out to um, other lenders in in other markets, of course, I wouldn't in my same market. I'm just so competitive. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, me um, too. But, you know, I look to other lenders and I'm like, what are you doing? At what point did you stop stressing out about this? At what point did you add this in? Or oh, so at I what point did you, so bad. you know, like... I need that. These yeah. questions, again, it's so hard to reach out to... And there's a lot of people in our market that I really admire and I want to sure. continue to be like. And when I do deals with them, I appreciate them so much. For sure. But I do need someone that will give me the real answers because there are so many questions now getting to that next level. The next level. Yeah, and I gotten there and I'm there mm-hmm. where not many people can answer those questions. My right. broker had a great, great tip for me. And then she told me this about a year ago. She's like, Alicia, you're doing great. I just want you to know it's lonely at the top. It is lonely at the top. And the day she told me that shit was raining down. It was one of those things where just all these people were just gunning for me and I could feel it. And mm-hmm. it was perfect timing for her to say that she didn't know that was happening. Right. And every now and then I'll tell myself that. And it is, it's kind of true. It might be lonely at the top in your circle, but there right. are other people that are exactly. in that, you know, that 10 year group, that 20 year group that are, you know, that are going to be outside your market that are like literally in the exact same spot. And they probably want someone to talk to too. And they want somebody to talk to too. And you know, something I think of too, is it's like, I'm in my mid thirties. You're in your mid thirties and we're not done yet. We need further inspiration. And so we need to go and spend time with other people that are doing cool things so that we can be our fire relit. How did you find your mentors? Like how, like just our Googling, do you go on Instagram? Like what happened? How did you actually find them? Well, I'm pretty blessed in that my coaching group has like 250 of literally the highest producing loan officers in America. Oh, it just, 
least within hometown lenders. No, in America, like yeah, but I'm saying like that's how you found them through actual home. Nope, I didn't. Okay. I had them before. I actually got caught up with mortgage marketing animals like three and a half years ago. Okay, and I so was mortgage, with a different. What is it? What was that again? Mortgage marketing animals. Mortgage marketing animals and the that Freedom Club. Right. Okay. And um and so it's like I think there's like 500 maybe members, but you know there's like 200 250 of us that get together regularly every quarter. And these are like the most amazing top producers, excellent human beings, like people that are living good quality, like excellent quality Can life. Can you believe like you're part of this like, group? Oh my gosh. Every now and then you have to pinch yourself and be like, these people are amazing. Oh, look at me. I'm amazing too. They let me talk. <gasps> they let me speak. <laughs> you got to get a so, keynote speech. That, I've spoken a couple of times, but that's on my bucket list. I want to be able to give yeah. a speech. And every time I go up, I'm just like, I feel like just like this little kid, like, I think, you know, okay, they let me talk. You freaking do that. <laughs> I hope they can hear that. Yeah, I hope so. It's something that you want. You got to make sure that you are going and running with the right crowd. Like for you, it's going to be making sure you go and spend time with some really big dog realtors yep. in other markets. And people like, that are better than me. I'm people, be, people that are, that are better, better than, than you. Yep. People that are going to make you feel real small. Yep. So that you and I'm can. I'm into it. Yeah. And admire them, look up and just listen. Yeah. I think it's really important to just listen. Yeah. Listen. And when I go to these events, I'm just like looking at them going, I need new inspiration. I need, I need something else. I've achieved the goals that I want to achieve and and where do I go next? And that's like a really cool place to be at. I mean, I am most happy when I'm reaching for something. I'm not yes. very happy when I'm stagnant. It does not work for my me husband, either. My husband's like, why can't you just be happy? And I'm like, I am happy, but I'm happy in the journey. I'm happy in the constant reaching for something. I'm very happy in that space. It's not that I'm ungrateful. I'm very grateful from where I'm at, but I also am okay going to whatever that next level is. Yes. Yeah. I think that's our next podcast. The next level? Drive passion. Next Drive level. passion. Let's call it next level. Okay, next level. All right. Well, this was awesome. I think you're getting a coach. I'm absolutely getting a coach. Okay. I need one. I'm excited yeah. about it. And I'm going to might make you like do some stocking for me. See what you we can do some him. stocking and see if we can get you. <laughs> in fact, I might just get you set up with Mary. Oh, let's do it. I'm let's in. do it. All, All right. right. Thanks, Colleen. Thanks so much, Alicia. Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate.